Good evening, Patriots. I'm Praying Medic, and this is my nightly news broadcast. I'm coming to you live from CloudHub, Channel 115. I'm here every weeknight, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you for joining me. Going to get you caught up on today's news. Again, mostly election news. It'll be a short broadcast. President Trump is going to be going live around 6.30 Eastern tonight, and I don't want to step on him, so I'll keep it short. Uh, just get you caught up on the election news for the day. All right. So, uh, <laughs> just want to make an observation here real quick before we uh, go too much further. So Facebook and Twitter preemptively warned us that they were going to censor posts about election misinformation. And you've seen those uh, idiotic labels that they put on tweets and Facebook posts where people are questioning the integrity of the election. Well, I think it's clear to me now that this wasn't about pre-election, it was about after the election. I think that the, main, the mainstream media and probably social media knew that there was going to be a steal on the election. They knew that Joe Biden would not have enough votes to win and they were going to have to find ways to steal votes in swing states. That being the case, they were going to silence anyone who questioned election integrity. And if you go to the president's Twitter page today, half of his tweets look like this. Uh, since, since the election, half of what he's been tweeting, he's, he's tweeting out, uh, stop the vote, stop the steal, talking about election integrity, and Twitter is pu putting labels over all, half of his tweets. If it has anything to do with questioning the election, uh, his tweets are getting labeled. And the Federalist and a lot of other people who are questioning the, the election, their tweets are also being labeled, their, their links are being uh, they're being blacklisted. So I, I think we're seeing a, a pattern here that tells me that they knew this was coming ahead of time. Not surprisingly, a liberal legal team is demanding that Twitter suspend President's Twitter account. This is uh, Kristen Clark, JD, she's an attorney. Uh, we're calling for Jack and Twitter to suspend the account of the president given multiple violations of Twitter's civic integrity policy that espouse disinformation regarding our elections. Flags placed on these posts do not go far enough. So yeah, they want to silence the president and it's not gonna work. All right, the subject of the day on social media is the exposure of rampant voter fraud in swing states, particularly Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, and Wisconsin. I've been tracking this. There's a lot of videos coming out of people who are checking on deceased relatives, people that have been dead for decades who are registered to vote and actually cast ballots in these elections uh, this week. So there are a lot of reports of dead people voting. There are a number of reports, especially in Milwaukee, I talked about this yesterday, in certain wards where more than 100% of the registered voters turned out to vote, vote dumps of thousands or tens of thousands of ballots, all for Joe Biden. Uh, late discovery of tens or hundreds of thousands of ballots, mail-in ballots. And there's evidence now coming out. Project Veritas and other people have been getting video of people backdating the ballots, the, the, the uh, postage stamps on ballots. So there's a, I think there's ample evidence 
of voter fraud. And of course, the mainstream media is denying any of it. The mainstream media is still pushing this narrative that there is no evidence of voter fraud. And that narrative has to die. And I think what we're seeing right now on social media, all this evidence coming out of voter fraud, is a key step in destroying the narrative that there is no such thing as voter fraud. Now, I'm going to get you to the elections here. In Georgia, the Secretary of State initially said this morning there were less than 25,000 ballots left to be counted. A few hours later, they announced that some districts had not uploaded their returns, and they said there were actually between 20, uh, 50 and 60,000 ballots to count. So I've been following the president's lead in Georgia. It has been dwindling all day long. And his lead now in Georgia is at 9,500 votes. It was, a couple of days ago, it was around 30,000. I think yesterday it might have been around 30,000. But it's not on to 9,500 votes. And it's, it seems likely that there's probably some, uh, some hanky-panky going on in Georgia. So in Georgia, a recount can be requested if the final margin of victory is less than 0.5%. Joe Biden pulled within that margin. Whoever loses is likely going to request a recount. There's also going to be an audit of the vote. So here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people are freaking out about this. There is no reason to freak out about this. Uh, President Trump warned us they were going to try to steal this election. He warned us there was going to be voter fraud. That's why he didn't want mail-in ballots being given out to everybody. And now we're seeing the fruit of that. So. President's legal team is challenging the way ballots are being counted in Georgia in one county. A judge dismissed his lawsuit, but that's not going to stand. Um, President Trump will take these. He's going to go to the state election boards, and in some cases, he'll probably end up going to the Supreme Court to get a fair ruling on these. So I'm, it's not time to panic. It's, it is time to stand with the president and realize that he is going to, he's going to get a fair outcome in this. Trump is a fighter. All right, in Arizona, there hasn't been much change in the last 24 hours. Um, yesterday, there were 86% of the votes counted. Today, there's 88%. Uh, and there's just a little change. I think there was 69,000 vote lead for Biden. Now it's 67.9, uh, so not a whole lot of change. President is still on track to win the state if he gets 58 to 60% of the remaining vote, which seems likely. President Trump's election team is still very confident they're going to win uh, Arizona. And if the president wins Arizona, and if he maintains the lead in the rest of the states that he's got, he will win the election and he'll be inaugurated. Now, we have to talk about Pennsylvania. I'll get to that in just a second. Finishing up with Arizona. So Arizona law allows a recount when the margin of victory is less than a tenth of a percent. Uh, Secretary of State for Arizona said there's probably not going to be a recount in Arizona. Uh, the margin of victory will be bigger than that. There are no legal challenges in Arizona at this time. Let's move on to Nevada. In Nevada, Biden's lead has increased. Yesterday it was around 8,000 votes. Today it's around 11,400 votes. But only 76% of the votes have been counted. Still a long way to go. And uh, it's possible that the president can win Nevada outright. However, this morning, uh, Rick Grinnell did a presser from Las Vegas and announced that their, Trump's legal team 
is, says they have evidence that more than 10,000 ballots were illegally cast and counted, and they're filing a lawsuit to have them thrown out. So every place where they're seeing cheating going on, they're going to challenge it legally. In Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania continues to be the big trouble spot. There's still no transparency, despite the fact that a court ordered that Republican poll watchers be allowed to go inside and view the counting of ballots. In Philadelphia, they're still not allowing Republicans to come in and watch the counting. And uh, that is going, working its way through legal challenges. Um, President's Trump, President Trump's legal team, I think they're going to continue to challenge where these ballots have been counted. The, the disheartening news there is that President's lead was once 600,000 votes. When I went live, it was 90,000 votes. So, yeah, more than half a million votes have materialized for Joe Biden in Pennsylvania uh, in the last couple of days. Now, again, easy to push the panic button and be angry and freak out, but we knew there was going to be cheating, so we just need to be, be chill and know that Trump's legal team is going to do the best they can. I think the strategy is best summed up by Don Jr. The best thing for America's future is for real Donald Trump to go to total war over this election to expose all the fraud, cheating, dead, no longer in-state voters that's been going on for far too long. It's time to clean this mess up and stop looking like a banana republic. <clears throat> and I agree with Don Jr. In 2018, there was voter fraud. It was mostly electronic voter fraud. And that gave the NSA the opportunity and the information they needed to eliminate electronic voter fraud. So there isn't a whole lot of reason to believe right now there's been a lot of electronic voter fraud in 2020. However, there's a lot of paper ballot fraud. So this election is going to give authorities the evidence they need to expose and eliminate paper ballot fraud. I think that President Trump can make a pretty good case now for nationwide voter ID. I think he can make a good case that if you're going to do mail-in ballots, it needs to be using a blockchain technology, which has been patented. I think future elections are going to be safer. I think President Trump is going to win the election. He'll be inaugurated. It seems to me that Trump has some long-term objectives in mind that a lot of people have probably not considered. And that is all I have for your news today. Oh, by the way, uh, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper has apparently, reportedly, uh, tendered his resignation. At least he submitted a resignation letter. We don't know if it's been accepted yet. So that's uh, late breaking news. Keep the faith. Keep praying. Do not give up. We need to support our president. <clears throat> president Trump has fought the swamp for four years. Every day. He's fought the media. He's fought social media. He has fought corrupt politicians for us. He has been fighting for us. It is now time for us to fight for him. We cannot give up. We cannot back down. We can't go cry in our little in our bedrooms and say, woe is me, because some crooked politicians uh, tried to steal the election. We need to stand up and we need to be heard. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep the president, his family, and his legal team in prayer. Keep the military, secret service in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I'll catch you on the next broadcast. Thank you.